which leads me into our, our talk today. Uh, so we've been going through the fruit of the Spirit, and what has been our emphasis is really what Rodney had brought out to us, is that trying to be a Christian is really hard and really a waste of time. How many are trying to be good Christians? And I know, I know we're trying to be, but every time we try to create Jesus in us, it actually gets harder for us. And so God, along with the grace that saves us, he sent his Holy Spirit to live in us. And now instead of trying to, in ourselves to not react and not respond and not you know, do, all the ne- you know, do all the opposite of everything we read, we're learning to yield to the Spirit of God who is living inside of us and convicting us moment by moment. I don't know if, if that happens to me. Usually, I mean, I override the Holy Spirit first, and then you know, like an hour later, he's like, really, you said that? And I'm like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so I'm, I'm getting a little faster. You know, now it's only like two hours later. Uh, it, it, but wouldn't it be nice if it was real time, just when you're, when you're ready to say something, Hector, and then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit says, Ta-da! You're like Jesus right now. Go ahead. Let's say what Jesus would say. Uh, but that is the goal because, you know, Paul tells us that the fruit of the Spirit is, is these things. And I, I really, just like just, we were talking about earlier about wanting to see the power of God in life, we want to see the power of God in us. And, you know, I can become, I mean, I've become a, a kinder person on most days than I was 30-some years ago when I came to Jesus. I mean, I really am a better person. You wouldn't have liked that person. You certainly wouldn't want, in the, you know, want me around your children. Uh, you'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll put Charles Manson in the nursery. No, you don't do that, you know? And so Jesus, has, you know, the Holy Spirit's done a lot. And, but I know that in my walk with Jesus, every time I see a flaw... And I say, okay, I want that flaw. And then I try to work on it. It just frustrates me. I just get frustrated that I can't do it. But then when I say, Lord, I can't do this. I need you to do it. Then all of a sudden, you know, at, at some point in the future, I'm like, you know, I'm not really like that anymore. I'm, I, and it's amazing how the Holy Spirit will deliver us from the evil within ourselves. And so at every point, we'll talk about it today because today we're talking about patience, our favorite topic. Yay, everybody. You're like, what? No, it's not my, you know, in Christian circles, you know, they always say, don't pray for patience, right? (laughs) Which a long time ago, I said, of course you pray for patience. It's a fruit of the Spirit if you don't pray and say, Lord, make me patient by your Spirit, uh, then you won't become like Christ. I mean, think of how patient Jesus has to be with you. I know. I, I love the, the, the King James, you know, translation of the word, one of the words patience, the, the one in, in Galatians. It's called long-suffering. Long-suffering. <laughs> so every day when you wake up and Jesus is already up, <laughs> And he's looking at you, and he's like, oh, another day of suffering. <laughs> When's this guy going to get it? But by his grace, 
he fills us with his spirit and he says, you know what, we're going to, it is going to take a while. In fact, we're going to become like him when we see him. And up until that time, he's going to work on us. He's going to work on our spirit and he's going to work on our heart. And we're going to get glimpses of Jesus in us, the hope of glory. And like, oh, I just acted like Jesus. I'm going to heaven. <laughs> you know, this is pretty good. Anyway, so I want to uh, just uh, address, uh, so I, when I was studying for this, I, I, it was something that's like, I don't really need to study a lot. I mean, I, I went in, I looked at all the verses uh, in the New Testament, uh, the different words, and we'll talk about some of them. But really what I did most of the week was observe my own patience. And because I was going to talk to you guys, I was like, I'm going to be really patient. And so on the outside, I was really patient most of the week. But on the inside, you cannot believe what was going on. It's like, you know, Jendi, she's, uh, during the summer at our house, uh, because I married to a teacher, that means that all the honeydews c- come within like a, a two-month period. And, and she's wanting to paint, or she is, you know, which means, you know, she's like, I think I'll paint this or that, you know, the front room, which means... I'll be painting the front room. <laughs> yeah, same in your household, huh? <laughs> and, and so I'm like, okay, this is good. And, and she did do most of the stuff up until her arm ran out of room, which, you know, the hardest part is the cut above, you know. It's like anybody can paint to here. Uh, it's, it's that last bit that makes all the difference. But on the outside... Honey, come home from work. Sure, I can get that. On the inside, I'm like, you know, it was fine at first. You know, I'm a, I'm a good husband. It's taken me a long time, but I'm getting better. And, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, do this for the household. But, you know, after like an hour, you're like, is this over yet? And then, because we painted means we need new hardware. We're changing our hardware from 1970s to whatever we're living in right now. I say you just wait until it comes back around. Because, you know, uh, you know, okay. But anyway, we're putting on new hardware. Now, when you put new hardware, you would think you just get the hardware and you take off the old and you put on the new and it just works. No. It's like, how can it be off? I mean, it's the same, you know, I'm, I'm putting a handle on. You put the handle and everything, and it doesn't close. And so I'm real patient. And of course, thank God, the first one didn't work. Because if, if the first one worked and the second one didn't, then I'd be really frustrated. But the first one didn't work, so I was like, okay, what do I have to do? Take the door off or something. You know, this... You know how many doors you have in your house? You don't. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I know each and every one of them had its own thing. You know, I don't know. what. Anyway, why am I telling you this? I'm telling you that I tried to be patient all week. And if you ask Jendi, was he patient? She's going to say, yeah, he was patient all week. But on the inside, I was not patient at all. On the inside, I was taking hammers to the door. 
I, you know, and not to adjust, <laughs> but, to, but to blow them through because something inside of me, but, it, but, I, but I was thinking, I've got to be ready for Sunday. I've got to be able to explain to you guys how this works. And so I asked the Lord, Lord, how does the Holy Spirit help you in these things? And the thing is, my frustration level came up when I looked at my situation. But as soon as I said, Lord, how does this work? Instant rest. It's like, you know what? Just go ahead and take that little thing, adjust it a little bit, screw it in, close the door. It's a miracle. <laughs> it totally worked. It's like, you know, and every one of them didn't work perfectly. I mean, there wasn't, you know, it's like, oh, come on, Lord, give me one. And he's like, no, what are you talking about this weekend? I'm not going to give you one. Because <laughs> if you read the Bible, it says, you know, count it all joy when you encounter various trials. Because, you know, these trials build patience. Okay. I don't have much time today, so I'm gonna, I, I wanted to break it up into three areas. Uh, first of all, the, the Lord calls us to be patient in our circumstances or in our seasons. Uh, most of you have gone through the COVID-19 season. Everybody? Okay, I don't know. Unless you're on another planet, you're, you're visiting with uh, Jeff Bezos in space. You also were here. Uh, doing this. And it was a really long season. I mean, it's still going on. And, and, and but I, I realized at the, at the beginning of it, and I started categorizing because our life before COVID-19 was, was always in a hurry, right? Weren't you in a hurry? And, and you tried to hurry, but when they lock you in your house, it's hard to hurry. It's like you just hurry from room to room. It's like, that, that's, not, that's not as much fun. So you, you, you take your time. And then, of course, you have frustration in your season. How many of you are frustrated about anything? And okay, how many are still frustrated? I know I'm still. I, I'm still like, okay, Lord, I got this. How many of you got angry about anything? <laughs> yeah, today. I know every time you turn on the news, you're kidding me. What? I, I, I know. I, I, you wouldn't believe what it's like in a school environment because literally every day something changes. You know, it's mass today, no mass. Uh, mass for, for, you know, third graders, mass for kindergartners, mass for preschoolers, mass for two-year-olds. It's like, you know, no masks. They're like, okay, mass for teachers. Uh, every day I, I wake up and I call the health department. Actually, I'm just on these calls with the health department, and they're like, the notice of the day, how are you going to mask? I, I don't know. I don't know. It, but I've been frustrated. Do I sound frustrated? <laughs> then stressed. Uh, I won't even talk about stress. But all of these things are related to the word patience. Because the word patience, it, it means to suffer long. Have you suffered long enough? <laughs> yes, but no. Because part of what the Holy Spirit wants to do in our, as we're discipled by the Holy Spirit is teach us that no matter what comes, we say, okay, I can take another day. I see a lot of people, I mean, I talk to a lot of stressed out people uh, around our work environment, parents and stuff. And I wish we could get a hold of this thing of saying, 
we are long-suffering. Now, we don't suffer alone. That's the thing. Because every time we start to engage in the suffering, we get a chance to come to Jesus. And that's what I haven't done. When I do, then all of a sudden I get perspective. But when I don't, then all of a sudden I'm stuck with my own piece of life. So my circumstances, your circumstances. Uh, another, there's, there's kind of, there's another word for patience. It's the one that James uses uh, in the first part of the chapter where he says, count it all joy. And it, it means to remain under something. And the, and the root word there is, is to be in the press. Now, back in those days, it was the grape press or the olive press. Nobody likes to be squeezed. You guys like to be squeezed? I mean, just a hug, but not where there's blood coming out. <laughs> there's, there, the juice is coming out. Okay, no, no more. And the word there just means to remain under the stress. What the Holy Spirit is wanting to do in our lives is teach us and to support us and strengthen us so that no matter what comes, we're able to stay under the weight. Now, what do we cry out for? God, take the weight off. God, you, I know you can do this. And the Lord's like, no, I am making you stronger. Don't pray that, that there's less weight. Pray that you get stronger to carry more weight. I don't like that. Wouldn't it be easier that we would escape everything? But the way of Jesus, sorry for saying this, the way of Jesus is harder. You have to forgive your enemies. You have to be patient with people. You have to be patient in the season. Okay. So, in whatever situation you're in right now, he doesn't leave us to ourselves. He just says, come to me and I will support you. And then we can rest. Because the word means to abide too. It's the same word. It means to, to abide, to rest in him. And so if we're going through a tough season and, and coronavirus is like, yeah, that was that. There's a lot of other very difficult seasons in life. There's new baby seasons. There's 17-year-old autistic children seasons. There's, you know, there's, there's financial seasons. And the Lord is discipling us to trust him in, the, in that time. Okay, number two. I'll just keep moving on here. Uh, oh, I'm going to back up and just talk, talk faster for one minute. You know what happens when we don't... <clears throat> when we don't rest in the season that we're in and bear up, as we become, I was thinking of, of people in the Bible. Remember Abraham? Did he have a promise? What happened when he got impatient? Everything went bad. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, let me see. Everything went bad. <laughs> he broke covenant with his wife. He had kids out of wedlock. He uh, almost, you know, had a whole nation, you know, wondering. I mean, nothing good happened. But when he trusted the Lord, what happened? Babies, the right, the right way. Okay, now I'm going to go on. Okay, so we need patience. God wants to teach us patience in the season. He also wants to teach us patience with people. 
There's a whole lot of verses on being patient with one another. We read one today. It says, be patient with each other. Making allowance for each other's faults. Do you know anyone with any faults? Have you met a person with a fault? Have you seen one on TV? <laughs> oh, oh no. Making allowance. You know, a, a couple months ago, okay, so I have a thing, or I had a thing. When I see people that are driving alone with a mask on, I would say to myself, what is going on there? But then the Holy Spirit said, make allowance. And it's not a fault. It's just make allowance for people. Because unless you're as perfect as I am, it's, it's hard to do all the right things. And, and I'm, you know, so I, I told Jendi one day we were driving and, and I saw some person alone in their car with a mask on. And I said, the Lord's told me not to say anything about that ever again. I, now I was just telling you, that was the last time. Okay, it happened one more time. And then I was with my wife who said, I thought we weren't talking about that anymore. And that cured it. It's always nice to have someone around to hold you accountable to yourself, to the Holy Spirit. Okay, let's talk about uh, patience with each other for a couple minutes. Um, there's a lot of people that are not perfect. <laughs> I know, except in this room and a couple of people watching on YouTube. But the point that the Lord wants us in on is that everyone's in process which means that what we should be doing is actually advocating for them in their differences. We should actually want to love them in their differences. Now that's hard, isn't it? Because we're like, but you're not doing it right. You know, just about every day, my wife doesn't do something correct. <laughs> or maybe I'm not doing something correct. Has this ever happened to anybody? You guys understand this. But what the Lord is trying to teach us in, in the fruit of patience is that we can be like Jesus, who looks at us and says, you're still in process. And, and you, you're going to do it wrong all the way to the grave, something. And even in all your, you know, of course, politically, we're all correctly thinking. I don't know what, what you are politically, but let's just say that whatever political persuasion you have or any advice about coronavirus or any other topic, you're perfectly true in your own mind. I, I, I you know, I love being the coronavirus prophet the first few months. <laughs> this is what's going to happen next. Wrong. Okay, but in April, this will happen. And in June, I was wrong the whole time. You guys should, you know, just bring your rocks next week. Uh, you can stone the prophet. Uh, because I was wrong about everything. And I think that was part of God's strategy for believers. Is that you're not God. 
and that's okay. Just trust me. Okay, so now I've confessed my sins. Let me give you one last person to be patient with, and I'll keep it short. Being patient with God. How many are impatient with God? Shouldn't God move faster? He's got to move faster. It's like, what is, don't you understand what I'm, what kind of pressure I'm under here, Lord? <laughs> and I think that when Paul is writing this, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. That he's saying, can you turn your life back over to me? Can you figure out my timing? Can you be patient that I have every perfect timing for your life? I know we're trying to speed it up. We're always trying to speed it up. But when we try to run ahead of God, we're just going to find ourselves frustrated and angry and impatient and immature. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. We have the communion table set. Shall we pass out the elements? And now I'm going to give you guys a chance to respond this morning. And I would, I would ask you, which of these is the most difficult for you? <laughs> Thank you, Dick. Is impatience in the season that you're in difficult for you? Is impatience with someone difficult for you? Or being impatient with God the most difficult part? Now, before we take communion together, I want to take us back somewhere. I want us to go back to this table, now, not the physical thing, but what Jesus was trying to teach the disciples was that they were going to have to enter into grace. Our lives are in his hands, 100%. We don't, know the, we don't know much about tomorrow. But we do know that when we trust him, we will see that he's leading us perfectly. And because he's given us grace and carried us this far. He asks us to trust him in the season that we're in, and he asks us to trust him 
to have grace for the people that are around us that aren't doing exactly what we want for them. And so, yeah, I want to just take a moment out. I'm going to take a moment of silence here. Let's just ask the Holy Spirit to first speak to us. Lord, we've said about this series that it's really about repentance. Lord, forgive us that we're not patient in the seasons that we're in. Forgive us we're not patient with others. Forgive us that we haven't yet learned patience with you. Fill us with your spirit. Teach us daily to walk with you that we would find the life that is truly life and that your Holy Spirit would breathe patience in us in every situation. Lord, instead, we embrace the season we're in. We embrace those around us in all of their flaws and we make room for their faults. And lastly, we put our hands back, our lives back in your hands, God. Just as you did that night that you took the Last Supper with your disciples. On that night, you put your life into the Father's hands. And even though it looked dark for some days, you brought about great glory and honor and ultimately the freedom for each and every one of us. So let's take the bread this morning. Jesus gave us his body broken for us that he would show us what life really is. And so, Lord, we come to you this morning and we thank you for the work you've done on the cross so that the Holy Spirit could be poured out, so that we could walk in the Spirit with you. Let's go ahead and take the bread this morning. As we take this cup, Jesus said, this is, represents the blood of the new covenant. What we're reading this morning, it says, make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. That the blood of Jesus is what pulls us together as his, his body and as his children together. As we take this cup, we ask for your healing in relationships and your healing in our physical body and your healing throughout the body of Christ. May we be one as you are one, as you prayed in John 17. 
Lord, accomplish a great work in our lives and in our lives together, we pray. Let's go ahead and take the cup this morning. Just close your eyes for a minute. One thing I didn't talk about is one of the spiritual disciplines of patience is learning to wait on the Lord. We're in such a hurry that we forget to listen. We're in such a hurry that we forget to receive the gift of grace, the gift of the Spirit that He's always trying to hand us, but we're too busy to grab it. In these last moments of our service together, open your hearts, open your spirit, open your mind to his love, his truth, his wisdom, all of his promises that he's desiring to pour on you. Lord, we receive them. Thank you that you're a gracious, giving God. Thank you for all you're doing. In Jesus' name. Amen. So this week, let's not try to be better. Let's be filled and let his betterness be amplified through us. Spend more time saying, Lord, help me, (laughs) than reacting to all the things that aren't going to work in this world. We're in a broken world, everyone. It's not supposed to work because it's broken. (laughs) But the world he's leading us to is perfect. And in the meantime, he's going to help us. Thank you all who are joining us online. Uh, It's great to be with you in spirit. Let's keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace, and we will see you next week. Uh, For the rest of us, we have lunch prepared. Thanks for being patient with me. God's doing a, a, a good thing, you guys. I, I'm, I, I'm just very excited about what God is accomplishing in the spirit. I don't know what it all is, but it's good. So be encouraged. Amen. God bless you. Let's have lunch. We'll talk to you guys soon.